You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. On today's episode of The Salisha Show. I think in certain aspects of like my life and performing, I think I am very confident, but then like everyone else not even just in this industry. I definitely have certain insecurities about my abilities or just certain aspects of myself as a person. <laughs> S to the A to the L to the Isha. Some call me Sally, others call me Sisha. If you don't like it, I'm gonna have to beat ya. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding, y'all. Y'all, y'all, Y-A-L-L. I bet you all thought that Salisha could spell, but now you know, and I got to go, hey. It's time for the Salisha Show. <laughs> Good morning and welcome, or welcome back to another episode of the Salisha Show. I'm your host, Salisha Thomas, and we are doing Backstage with the Britney musical. And I'm, I'm so excited to get to sit down with each of my cast members because some of them we were friends before and some of them I'm getting to learn more about them other than being at work. And so I hope that you have been enjoying the series. Today, my guest, oh my goodness, she is a spitfire with endless amounts of sass. When she is on stage, she will not be ignored. She's a singer, a dancer, an actor who has performed in Hairspray on tour regionally. And I think this is so cool because I'm from California, the Hollywood Bowl. She has toured with Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. She's also performed in Footloose, The First Wives Club. Do you remember that movie? Marvelous Wonderette and Fiddler. And I get the pleasure of watching her kill it as Goldilocks in Once Upon a One More Time. Please help me welcome Amy Hilner Larson. <laughs> Hello. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Hi, Salish. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for getting up. Oh my gosh, please. I, I had know. to wash my hair anyway. <laughs> I know it's early. Amazing. How are you? <laughs> doing? How is it going? We're in previews right now. Yes. Yeah. And this is when you're in like the thick of it. We're rehearsing during the day and then we get a little break and then doing the show at night and then trying to remember to implement the changes that we did during the day and then, and then get hyped up for an audience. And so far we've had amazing responses, but yeah, we're tired. <laughs> it's, um, <laughs> right. Which yeah. Especially appreciate you. Oh my God. <laughs> My gosh, no, please. And then, yeah, and then coming home and like trying to wind down and and then in the morning trying to like also do real life things, go to the grocery store. And like, right. like yesterday I was like, oh, I have to get gas for the car. I have to like make sure I have time to do that. So the time before rehearsal is very like trying to get your real life stuff done. <laughs> right. So. Is your husband in town? No, he was here this last weekend just for like our day off. And then he went back to New York to take care of our cat, George. Unfortunately, he doesn't travel well, so oh. he has to stay at home. But but luckily, we're in D.C. We're not far away. So great. I'm thinking about renting a car and just going to New York. Because you can. Yeah, because you can. <laughs> also, about there's a lot of people in our cast who are booed up, whether oh, it's yeah. 
friends, fiancés, yeah. or or recently married, like some people got recently married, very serious relationships, which is cool because like you can like commiserate about either not being with your person or your person being here and you're feeling, you know, stressed because you're busy and stuff like that. So it's really nice to have other people to talk about that with who are in the exact same situation as you. Because that doesn't really happen. Never been in a cast <laughs> like this. And if I ever have been around married people, I've definitely not been in a relationship myself. So sure. It's yeah. kind of cool, Andrew, like being around. Yes. Like, yeah. I want our yeah. um, everyone's guys to get together and yeah. have like a kiki moment. I know. That was so sweet. I'm so glad you guys got to have them do that together. That was so I, there was only four of them. And when everyone yeah. I'm sure it'll happen again at some point. <laughs> everyone oh, just goes out together. It has to be. Yeah. Back in New York at some point. Yes. Yeah. The, the first husband's club. The first husband's club. Oh my God. Um, okay, Amy, I would like to ask you, okay, one of the things that I admire about you is your confidence. Oh, thank you. You are extremely confident on stage and <laughs> off stage. It really is impressive and inspiring. Oh, thanks, Leash. <laughs> Absolutely. And I want to know, do you feel like, do you consider yourself a confident person? I think in certain aspects of like my life and performing, I think I am very confident. But then like everyone else, not even just in this industry, I definitely have certain insecurities about my abilities or just certain aspects of myself as a person. But I think in this show especially, I feel like I, everyone is celebrated for like their individual Yes. What they bring to the table. And I'm definitely not like a technical dancer. Like I was a long time ago. Really? Yeah. No, I haven't had to use that part of my skill set in so long that it just fell to the wayside. And I became more of just like a, a park and barker. You seem like a dancer. Well, I appreciate that. I do. It just has laid dormant for a while just because of other opportunities I've had. But so... In in certain years, like going into like dance auditions has been a form of insecurity because I'm like, oh God, I haven't had to do this in a while. But then um, but then there are certain things that I'm just like, oh yeah, if you want me to sing that, sure, whatever, I got you. So it's just funny how like now I do feel more confident in myself as a dancer just because I have the opportunity to to do it and work on it and feel like I'm actually doing a good job. And their choreography is in some ways it's so intricate, but it's also very individualized. So it feels really good. I feel like I can put my own mark on it, you know? Yeah, my own spin on it and feel like I feel good doing it and I look good doing it. And I think that's maybe some of where that confidence comes from because it's not you're beveling too much or you're not beveling enough for your, like, your pinky toe or your pinky is like this and it should be like this and things like that that sometimes right. in shows is like. So I, yeah, I think I feel really confident in the show because I'm, I feel like what I bring to the table is very celebrated and also very encouraged, which I think for all of us is is like that, which is so important and so different and unique in, in a musical because a lot of times they want like a line of girls that all look the same. And, and I've never 
fit into that mold, which is why looking at the shows I've done, I, I mean, I'm five one and I'm like a curvy gal and yeah, I can, I can dance, but I'm never going to be like in the chorus of a certain show. So it's perfect. But I think in this show, it's so awesome to see how individual everyone is. And so I think for me, that brings a sense of confidence because I feel like, because what I bring to the table in this show is encouraged, you know? It's like a, like a, an extension of you. Yeah. I feel like I was able to create this character of Goldilocks and just really make her my own. And I feel very confident in the choices that I've made. She doesn't have a lot to say. She doesn't have lines to say or the most lines to sing, but like when she does speak, it's, it's like, great. <laughs> it's really Luckily, great. wrote me an amazing line and I'm very thankful for it. But I do feel like I feel confident that I've made choices in yes. developing this person that, um, that comes through. And yeah, I think that's where a lot of my confidence in this show in particular comes from, really from celebrating our individuality. Great to watch and watching you, even when you're doing your understudy stuff, for OFG and <laughs> Linda, like you just have a confidence that is, is like, oh, are, are we allowed to be that confident? Like, can, can I be that too? Like, it's like the message of our show is like, yeah. maybe I step into mine too because I am watching you do it. And yeah. I goes to you a lot when you're dancing, by the way, Amy. It's, oh, thanks, Alicia. It's so fun. You're so fun to watch. Um, well, I think, I think what I've always, whenever I've gone to see shows, like I really, I hate when people don't do things full out. I hate when people mark things because I'm like, there are so many people who would kill to be in your shoes right now. And so I'm like, if I go to see something and I'm like, that person is having a bad day, like sure, everyone has a bad day, but I'm like, you gotta, people are here to see you and want to be on that stage as well. And so I just feel in in these numbers that it's gotta give the people what they want, especially in these songs, like that make you want to get up and dance anyway. It's yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go all out because that's what the music makes you want to do anyway. So um, yeah. for this pandemic, when we were like in rehearsals or whatever, I and my mind goes to this because I'm always like looking for answers for things that I'm like thinking about in my own life. You, I remember you saying how you incorporated yourself and all of the things. Yeah. And to me that like is a marker of you've been in this business, like longevity. And I just want to know, like, how do you create a sustainable life? Like, how do you, Amy, create that sustainability and that longevity? I think... Honestly, a lot of it has to do with with my husband and and being in in a relationship. We've been together for almost fifteen years, and we've been yeah, yeah. and we've been married for nine, and we've been together through a lot of ups and downs, maybe more downs than ups. And so it's I think having that support and that grounding force at home has really helped me through a lot because he's in the industry. He's a writer producer, but he's not in musical theater. He understands the world, but he's not in it. So 
I have someone with me who gets the fact that you have to take your lumps sometimes. And then when you get a show like this, that it's, it's an amazing opportunity. So he understands the highs and lows because he has it in, in his industry too. He can be an ear and understand, but he's not like, he's not so in it that sometimes I think that can be a hard balance if you're both in the same exact industry. And I've seen a lot of people make it work, which is right. amazing for them. Totally. <laughs> Yeah, I don't mind having a little separation. I really do think having that at home has helped to have someone who's a sounding board and who just, who can build me up when I'm feeling down about not getting a job or um, coming yes. so close to things as we all have done. So coming so close to some amazing opportunities that then go away oh, and, you worst. know, which are devastating and heartbreaking. But I think Kevin, my husband, has really allowed me to, you know, then take the time to like grieve losing that opportunity and then be like, okay, on to the next one. And it was really when this shut down, before I booked this, I was working at any given time, like four different jobs in one week and just to try and keep everything together and trying to go to auditions. That was, wow, that was normal. <laughs> it was like, I was like helping to monitor auditions. I was doing two different off-Broadway shows that were like on different days. And then I was also, and I was selling merch at different Broadway shows. So like in any given week, I was doing four different jobs and and then auditioning. Cause I was like, this is what it wait, is. This wait, 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 <laughs> wait. Back up to two different off-Broadway. Yes. They were just on different days and yeah, that was what it was. And it was great because I did have the outlet to be performing, which was awesome. But yeah, my mind was like all over the place and I was waiting for something like this. I was like, I am getting so close to all these big shows and I was like, something's got to hit soon. I'm like, and Do you it's really funny that? that my husband said, he was like, I really feel like you're just like one audition away, which for anyone, like you literally can be. And I honestly, I only had one callback for this. So I was like one audition away. So I was like, oh my God, that was it. That was the one audition. So yeah. And so, so when I got this, I was like so excited and so relieved that I was like, oh my God, I don't have to do four jobs at once. I can do the one job that I have you know, been wanting to do forever. And then when it went away, I was, I remember that last day in the rehearsal studio trying to be like, but it's, this is, it's only a month. It's only a month. I thought it was going to be a couple of weeks and I thought, I know, what am I going to do know. for two weeks? And I saw some people getting very upset in that room. And I was like, I can't go there yet. I was like, I'm still trying to be optimistic. I was like, I think we're, we're going to be okay. And then, and then it was clearly not okay. I fell down a, a pity party hole. I, there were some days that I had a hard time getting out of bed because I was like, I should be doing my show right now. And, and I said, I said at one point too, that I was like, when I was in that rat race of doing four jobs and, and auditioning that I was like, yeah, I could have used a break. I could have used like a couple weeks, like forced to be homebound and not have to do anything. But I was like, but I was finally like doing exactly what I wanted to do. And like in an original show and like all of this, I was just like highly anticipated and like, everyone's excited to be there. And I was like, I didn't need a break from that. I would like to yeah. ask, because of the break, does it feel different when we were from when we, when we were in rehearsals before COVID happened versus now? Does it feel different? Does it feel better? Does it feel worse? Does it feel more gratifying? How are you feeling now? 
Oh, I definitely feel like more that it's more gratifying because I think I think we all like have waited so long and there was like there was no guarantee that we were going to come back. I I was very hopeful and I used I kept using the term cautiously optimistic because I was like I don't want to get too excited or or too confident that like yeah, yeah, of course the show is coming back. Like we were in a really good place, like they were building our sets and our costumes and stuff like that, but there's no guarantee. And so yeah, I think finding out that the announcement was coming out that we were coming back and then getting the offer from my agent and I was just like I felt like I I felt like I could breathe again and I didn't realize I'd been holding in this anxiety for a year and a half and being I like oh say for me personally even getting the offer I was like listen until there's an audience cuz I-, I know and it's funny too because another friend of mine was like oh my god yes like Broadway and I was like oh no yes DC let's just get to DC let's one step at a time cuz let's just Let's get to DC. One, one baby steps. Like, uh, and now that we've had an audience, it's oh my god! And it's exciting to be part of the first wave of like things coming back and like people excited to be back in. And blessing. It's it's very much a blessing. And I feel I also I can't tell you how grateful I felt like having a job to come right back to because auditions right now are not what we used to do. And I've I worked a lot of auditions. Um, later in the summer, like when things were coming back, um, and people doing dance combinations with masks on and then, and all this stuff and like trying to figure out which mask was like breathable and like all this stuff. And it just, I was like, wow, I, I've always been like pretty good at auditioning. Like I'm, I don't psych myself out too much. I know like sometimes people, people, have a lot of anxiety about auditioning. I've never really had a lot of anxiety. I've been like appropriately nervous for things or, but how do you keep your mind calm? Appropriately, calm. appropriately nervous. I think, I think, I don't know. I think I just, this is the best I can do. I've worked on the material as much as I can at this point, like before going into the room. Yeah. And I also try and bring my personality into the room, which I think is something that's really hard right now with taped auditions. I think because I know that I can also calm myself down when I walk into a room by say, by being myself. But when you're on and like starting off by being, this is who I am and I'm about to show you this character, but this is who I am first. And I'm pretty easy to get along with. <laughs> I'm like pretty easy going. And you can't show it on a tape. And so I also, yes, obviously I'm grateful for the job, but I'm grateful that for the time being at this moment, I don't have to like really be in that crazy audition world right now. And you can enjoy you know, it. Enjoy this. So it's going well. Oh, yeah. I've been taking notes out from the house and yeah. here feeling the audience like, yeah, it's, it's great. Amy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, they... You know, but it's something too that is interesting is getting used to not necessarily hearing the reactions as much as normal because people are wearing masks. You know what I mean? Oh, and you can't see, you can't hear a smile. You can't see their faces. You can't see a smile because they got masks on. So it's funny because like the first preview on Tuesday night was like, everyone was like very, it was a pretty raucous audience. Like they were like really into it and like very vocal. Last night they were a little more timid, but I'm like, are they, or can we just not really hear them behind them? They might be laughing at a normal volume, but it's muffled. It's, it's a little muffled. And it's unless someone's like, ha ha ha, knee slapping, it's kind of hard to tell. How was that? It just had people laugh in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel? And obviously, <laughs> I already know, but how do you feel about Britney? 
Oh my God. I have to say, I honestly didn't know how crazy her conservatorship had been until watching like the documentaries that came out. Yeah. And so I was honestly like, how did I not know it was like this bad? <laughs> like, this I didn't realize until some of that stuff came out because it actually hadn't necessarily a lot of that stuff hadn't been released and she's a grown woman and this is what's happening to her. I'm so happy for her. And it's her birthday today. It's our girl's birthday. At least for those who are listening at the time of this filming, this is not going to be released today, but today is December 2nd. Yes. Celebrating Britney's birthday. It's it's Britney's 40th birthday. Yes. Oh, I love and she's her. still killing the game. Um, she's so hot, and she yeah. sounds so good. I just, I'm she's, obsessed. She's and happy now. She's free. I can't think of a better birthday present for her. Go live your life. Get to meet her. But I, I do hope that I know that she came to one of the workshops of this, and that Were she you was there at that time. No, I, I was never in any of the workshops. Oh, yeah, I, I started last year. Yeah, I think that's really exciting, and I think we're all like crossing fingers and toes that she'll show up one day. I know. Like, would we know about it in advance or would that be a big surprise? I don't know. Um, I don't freaking know, but I hope I look bomb the day she comes. I know. I know. I'm like, I hope I get like this Goldilocks makeup on point that day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Really special. And I love how you're always wearing Britney shirts and (laughs) So I feel like you're team captain, like for free Britney. And- I know. I wore my free Britney shirt on our last run through in the studio. <laughs> but that was also randomly the day that she found out about her, if her conservatorship was going to end. Yeah. And we were like, that's the same day as our last day in the studio. Like that's serendipitous, I think. I, and that's the thing. When I talk and think about the timing of everything, it feels like, first of all, our whole cast is filled with Britney fans. Like we Mm -hmm. are fans who happen to be in a freaking show with her. I know. It's pretty extraordinary to start off. And we were already like, like rooting for her before the pandemic. And now to get to experience everything that's going on with her while also getting to celebrate her every night, it just is like- That's the thing. I feel like it's definitely like a celebration of her music and like all of her hits. I think like it's a really cool time to be doing this, to just celebrate. I wish that we, honestly, I I wish we were best friends. I wish she was my best friend. (laughs) Is that silly? She wants to go to Mexico with Cher and eat ice cream. And I'm like, she said that at one point she was like, I just want to be able to like go to Mexico with Cher and, and eat ice cream. And I'm like, that would be an amazing trip to be a part of. That would be uh, that would be an amazing. I want to go to Mexico with Brittany and Cher and eat ice cream. Okay, so I'm getting ready to wrap up, but before I do, I want to do like a just a quick rapid fire. Okay. And I okay. used some of these questions when I interviewed Ray the other day. And okay. so I'm wondering if you guys will have some of the same answers or not. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yes. <laughs> slave or toxic? Uh, slave. Hit me, baby, one more time, or oops, I did it again. Uh, the album. Oops. Oh, the song. Uh, 
Hit me maybe one more time. Ooh, it's good. Commute into the city or live walking distance from your theater? Ooh. Mm. That's a tough one. That's a tough one for me. Choose, Amy. Choose. I would say, okay, in real life, I I am close enough to the theater that I can take the train, but I also have a backyard, so I feel like I'm far away. So I feel like I'm a little spoiled that I have the best of both worlds, but I like being close because I like being able to go home in between shows. Ooh, that's a good point. I know, but I do love, like, an outdoor moment. So the fact that we live in Harlem and have a backyard. So I feel like oh, I have an unfair advantage here. We lucked out during the pandemic. I know. I literally feel like there is, I know that one's a hard one. Um, and if you're close, it's like you're right there, but then do you ever leave? You never leave. You're like, yeah, exactly. Okay. I know. The option of a one show day on Sunday or a one show day on Wednesday. Sunday. Mm. I love a Sunday matinee. Then you get to go have dinner that night and then you have Monday off and then you have Tuesday day. Like you've, I've, you have so much more time. I feel like when you have just like a one and Not done a five on show weekend. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, I just feel like you get more time off, you know? And I feel like everyone who like, when you come into a Sunday matinee, like the one show that day at three o'clock everyone's in a good mood because it's we just have to do we're just doing this once and then we have our night off we can go to dinner and have a cocktail I feel like that's you know what I, I love that thought of that I'm so used to five show weekends and by that sure. age yeah, me too. everybody yeah. is like everyone's tired and get about my face because I yeah I need to go rest. Yeah. So. But like a Sunday matinee, it's like you come in, you breeze in, and you're like, let's do this. And then let's have a, a night and a day off. That's how I feel. Yeah. Just a couple more. Wear a wig on stage or wear your real hair on stage? Wig. Wig. Oh, my God. <laughs> this this is like all this does. So it's this it's or nothing. Look, by the way, you have a very... I mean, like, thank you. But like... It, and if I sweat, it's done. Forget it. And I do, I sweat so much in a show that I'm like, just put something pretty on me. <laughs> oh, I get it. I yeah. don't my hair anymore because it will end up just like this afro that I have. Right? <laughs> Let me just beat it to the chase. Okay. Pack a lunch or buy a lunch? Pack a lunch. Always. All day, every day. Always. Wait, really? I always food prep. Oh my God. Yes. If I have Ooh. to go and get food, it's very rare. It's like I ran out of time or See. I literally, I've only, like when we were in rehearsal in this city, I only bought lunch once and that was because our schedule changed and I didn't bring a lunch. So you oh. really do have this real life thing down because yeah, a lot. Of and it also, I think comes from not that we don't now, but always being like budgeting and stuff like that, that I'm like, I don't need to spend $10 on a salad when I can make one. $10? Where are you going? I've been spending 16 Oh my God. <laughs> well, I don't even know how much they cost anymore. So because I'm like, I will gladly make one and then I'll have it for a couple of days. And then, yeah, I am a prepper for sure. Okay. Last question. If, and this is if you had to choose, obviously we want both, but perform at the Tony's or perform at the Thanksgiving day parade. Oh, so I would say both, obviously, but there's something about that Thanksgiving Day Parade because I I did get to do the Tonys, but remotely. So because I did it when I was working on the cruise ship and they, yeah, 
That I'm not Tracy. <laughs> oh my God, Amy, what? Don't you let me have this fangirl moment, right? <laughs> yes, that was me. So yeah, Royal Caribbean did like a hairspray montage when I was doing it on the ship. And we were live. They had cranes and we had to go in a circle like this. Like the ship couldn't go outside a certain radius because they would lose the feed. And yeah, and it was crazy and so scary. That's so so cool. I'm like, I would love to do the Tonys live to be there, like with all the other shows and everything like that. But I think now I really would love to do the parade. Because like I grew up watching the, I grew up watching the Tonys, but like the parade, that's the parade. Wow. I actually thought you were going to say, do the Tonys. I, I like at the, at the Rockefeller, all the things. I, I don't know why I thought that. I, yes, I do. Cause I'm like parade. I feel like it's going to be cold up out there. But there's something like, so <laughs> like something about that. Like whenever I've seen friends like doing their behind the scenes things like, and being like, it's so freezing, but I'm like, but that's part of it. It's part of it. it. And then like watching in comparison, like the some years that are at 60 degrees on Thanksgiving and like, then like other friends being like, when we did it, it was minus two or something. But yeah, I don't know. There's something just, that's like definitely a a bucket list. I'd love to do the the Thanksgiving parade. And, but yeah, I would love to do the the live Tonys, like with everybody. The cool moment to do it the way we did it, but like we weren't with anyone else. I'm so excited for all of the things. I also just totally geeked out on you right here. (laughs) Like that's so freaking fun. I love you so much. (laughs) Yeah. How can people follow you, find you? On Instagram, I'm A Hill Larson, A-H-I-L-L-A-R-S-E-N. And that's my main social media that I use. I I, I have a Twitter. I don't use it really. I'm an asshole on Twitter. <laughs> I don't use it. I, I, I like had to sign up for it to get tagged in something. And then I just, I can't keep up. I, I'm like Instagram and Facebook gal. So, Real. so yeah, Instagram's the way to go. <laughs> if you want to see <laughs> pictures of me with my cat. <laughs> <laughs> and your husband on there too. And my husband, but like my cat. Oh. Um, yeah. Amy, I have so much love for you. Thank I love you, Salish. Thank oh my gosh. On I'm so happy I got to do this. Thank you so much for asking me. Oh, absolutely. I love your chat. In, yes, I'll see you. I'll see you in like an hour and a half. Right. All right. Um, all right. I'll see you soon. Thanks, girl. Okay. That wraps another episode. Thanks for listening to The Salacia Show. See you next week and don't be shy. If you love the show, please tell me why. Please rate, subscribe, and leave a review. Go one step further, tell a friend or two. Check out my site if you think it was the bomb. Pay a visit to SaliciaThomas.com. One last thing before I relax. Shout out Josh Carey and thanks, Podmax. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs>
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R E R I S E T H E A T R E dot org because only together we rise. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.